I feel like you've already yeah, the started. You guys are going to mark Marin us, right? It's already been recorded. Yeah, you should have been recording I mean, this whole time. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to hear it. You can splice it all together if you want. Um, yeah, we have beer too, though. Seltzer is beer? Whatever. Oh, it's not seltzer, really seltzer is beer. Nothing matters. <laughs> seltzer <laughs> is beer. You're in dun- This is a new. You're in the dungeon. So when you walk in, things like beer become seltzer. It's crazy. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy, Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here is always with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about what's there, Travis. What is cracking fizzle fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. We Didn't this... even laugh. Uh, dude, I'm so proud of you. I think it's this power cat that's currently uh, pushing its head into my shoulder. <laughs> we are in the basement of the Cop Juju Boys. Uh, what do we call this as we walked in? This we is, call this it the, the dungeon. dungeon. The dungeon. I don't even think we started that. Who did? I don't know. But it's yeah. now the dungeon. Awesome. That's well, I awesome. like to name the dungeon. It works for me. It's yes. like an artistic dungeon. So this week on the episode, we have the cop Juju Boys, Matt Cousins, and John Powers. But before we get there, we have to do this. Hey, Ricky, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Um, kind of the same as it always is. I worked a bunch, poured a million beers for people, drank a couple myself. boy. That's it. I really didn't do nothing wildly eventful happened last week. It was actually really fucking awesome. Did a lot of like moving shit. That's kind of taken up most of my life. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, we had that awesome little party we were at Friday night. Oh yeah. I drank way too much. I heard <laughs> you got. So Kevin told yeah. me I was about 45 minutes away from seeing Ricky at his full potential. Yeah. Did you like, like Kamehameha power Dude. charging in the middle of... He's over 9,000! Basically, yes. I, um... Alright, so... <laughs> it was stupid. I... <laughs> okay. As a grown-ass man, I'm not the biggest fan of, like... Pink lemonade vodka. Because it's not my thing. <laughs> but I listened to this hockey podcast who was sponsored by New Amsterdam. And they, like, lined up this thing to do Pink Whitney... There you go. Do you have a bottle right over here? Yeah, we have a bottle in New Amsterdam, but this oh, is not, oh, not the, not the it's pink, not the pink lemonade. No. One. no, this is a Natterdays household, my friend. Oh, there you go. Oh, I noticed that too. I was like, that's the only thing I was missing. <laughs> Natterdays. <laughs> so I, not for me though. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a bottle of Pink Whitney because it was like fifteen bucks, and I was like, all right, whatever. A, it's funny. B, it's worth at least trying it. It's horrible. Like it, it just burns. It tastes like Country Time Lemonade and like Mr. Boston's had a weird one night stand and then I ended up putting it in my mouth. Um, I'm down. That's right. That actually sounds like my eighth grade year. I'm down. Yeah, not eighth grade year? How many men are you putting in your mouth in eighth grade? <laughs> it was a wild year. Hey, there was consent. <laughs> it wasn't for their sake. Just let's leave. Them yeah, so I I had we all everybody like took a little like rip of that. It was really gross. And then a couple of beers later, and after a couple shots of whiskey, I apparently decided that it was time to drink way 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 more of that. So um, thanks for dropping me home, Naomi. I love you. Sorry for partying. Yeah, Holy <laughs> very macro. hard. Oh fuck, are you actually sorry? For I partying dude, this for was once? this was actually this may have been probably like the. Th- second or third time in my life where I was like 
I'm actually sorry I partied that hard. Like, it was that bad. I was hungover until, like, midnight at the dive. She was like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm still fucking dying. I can't do this night. right now. Yeah, like, I. this is not a good moment. Um, But, yeah, it's it's good. I made it. I was uh, so I, mean, I was glad I left around eleven because I was just I was feeling the uh, the old tired bones and I'm like ah, I'm gonna go home and sit on my couch and smoke weed. Yeah. Naomi probably wishes she left with you. <laughs> Sometimes you go <laughs> eleven. What are you trying to say? It's not no. like that. No, 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 it's not like no, that. That's not what I mean. That's I was just mean. talking to her, man. <laughs> um, so that was super fun. And then Saturday, I want to thank everybody that came out to the Worcester Film Wars and laughed and cheered at our stupid movie. Um, congratulations to the winner. Yeah, we had fun. We knew we weren't going to win. It was not shot the best way. I mean, the dude that won, my fucking God. If you Who won? Com- uh, I forget his name, but he's, he's competed every year. They, it was uh, The Encounter was the name of the movie. And I, I really liked it the first time I saw it when it was called The Hangover. Um, oh. Just, I mean, I just, it was I'm shot. I'm sorry, I'm not walking all the way to the drum shed. <laughs> <laughs> it was shot like heads, like just head and shoulders above everybody else. Like this was movie level production quality. I'm pretty sure I play trivia with that dude. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> Our trivia the guy who hosts the trivia that we go to in the fall posted about one of the guys from Frank's lab that, and it looks like, I'm pretty sure it was called The Encounter. I, he must have won then. So okay. It was, That's sick. It was good. Like, don't get me wrong. Their movie was good. Um, the dude got up and gave this whole acceptance speech and I'm like, buddy, settle down. You just beat a bunch of people that shot their movies on their cell phones. Real like, quick though. Settle down. If I was there and if we won, I would have pulled like a Rage Against the Machine circa like 1999 MTV VMAs where they didn't win and he like I think Limp Biscuit won and went like the bass player I think ran up and like climbed this huge tower thing was like shaking it and they had to cut to commercial because they thought he was going to fall I think I remember that it that was, was like the, that was the beginning of the end of Rage Against the Machine it was soon after that that Zach quit yeah, well, this was like peak range. Right, though. right, right. Like they were so big that MTV was like, "Hey, this band's cool." Um, <laughs> and then they still lost Olympus Biscuit, but Rage forever. So yeah, uh, but it was really fun. It was awesome to see all those people in the back of Wormtown. Congratulations, Molly, on a fantastic event. Thank you, everybody that puts that on. And uh, don't mind me. I'm just a little bitter that we didn't win for some reason. So I'm <laughs> fucking coming back swinging next year. I already have people in place. <clears throat> I wore nothing but a duct tape seltzer costume. Yeah, uh, you got probably the most laughs out of anybody in our movie. Hell yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. And we, so Ricky had to come over to my house after working the dive bar one night. It's probably like 1.30. No, it was after Greater Good. I worked a double at Greater Good. That's what it was. It was in between doubles. The only thing I did was go to your house and then went home with bed for Yeah, so my poor wife slept on the couch so that Ricky and I can shoot a video in our bedroom at 1 o'clock in the morning where he looks naked in a... Fan costume. First. I'm really excited to see this. Actually, I would like to. Is there? Is oh, there yeah, a way we, I can watch it streaming? Yeah, or? Molly's, Molly's going to put them all up online. So cool. We'll uh, we'll share that with y'all. I would have gone and seen them in person, but we had that event at um, at the bridge that night. Dude, that bridge. So we're definitely going to touch on that bridge yeah. spot because I've been looking at a lot there. But that's a that's a good segue. Um, real quick, thank you. Oh yeah. Shout out IPL Oranges very well for coming on last week. Yeah. Um, it was insane. Like, yeah. Was, <laughs> I did hear that. We've never had so much. You're welcome. The- <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Oh, shit. I wanted so Molly put up this awesome interview together with, uh, oh, shit. Who'd she say shot it? 
uh, Nate. Nate shot it. Um, oh yeah, Nate Fisk. Um, and it was this awesome I Peel Oranges intro for the Film Wars, where how he was walking down and opening. Oh, that was an the, intro. Yeah, I saw like clips of it, but I, I didn't see it. It was the intro. But when you Fuck. put that, when they put that photo up, Ricky and I were hanging out Friday night, and he's like, "Dude, I Peel Oranges with that Wormtown," and I'm looking at him like, "That's not him." That's not him. That's a different mask. That mask is thicker. And then this whole thing, I was right. It really wasn't him. They had just done the costume for the the, the movie thing the next That's day. That's so sick. It was a peel bot, like a doom bot. Uh, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> That's true. Yes. But uh, shout out to That's IPL awesome. Oranges because I got a message from him Saturday night being like, yo, I bumped into you and you didn't say hi. And I said, nay, nay, nay. I knew exactly who you were. I saw you. I wasn't going to blow up your spot. I really needed a cigarette. And uh, I'm, I'm all about keeping up what you're doing. Hashtag Peel Gang. So Wait, you know who it is? I know his face now. Oh, okay. I don't know his name. I, I've heard some names thrown around. We, we we haven't met in real life, but I know what he looks like. That's so sick. I and still have no idea. secret's safe with me. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Uh, it's honestly not us. <laughs> I'm so tired of fucking answering that No, question. it's me. I'm going to fucking start taking credit for it. It's me. I, know, I right? peel orange. No, watch the live video. I suck at peel oranges. I chip them up. Anyway. But yeah. You so, ever eat one in the shower right through the peel? No. You oh, make some... Fantastic decision. It's wonderful because you, you can just get messy. It's like better than a shower beer, right? Because you can just immediately peel. get. You can just eat it through the peel like a beast, and you like waste like sixty percent of it. But you just, <laughs> you, it's satisfying. Like when you stone cold the shower beer. Oh, dude. Like, ah! I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the one place you can do it really. Now every time I pull back my shower curtain, I'm gonna hear the glass breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Can you ride into your shower on like a milk truck or a beer truck? Definitely, I wish. <laughs> I will one day now. You have to. This is a formative experience for me, and I have a dream now. <laughs> Dude, I, this mental image I'm building is just sexy. Uh, so, thanks again, I Peel Oranges. And as you can clearly hear this week, we have John Powers and Matt Cousins, better known as Cop Juju, or as I like to form the Cop Juju Boys. Um, which is basically just me stealing stuff from Justin Pitts because everything's boys. Cheers. Hollow notes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you're quite fond of hollow notes. Yeah. They Who watched is... my IG story the other day. Stop. Are they really? Well, like oh, they're they in, do actually whatever their intern is that handles their <laughs> their Instagram. Like, yeah, I had a screenshot. I was like, what? And then, yes. and then every time I did anything Hall & Oates related, they didn't see it. And then, But then I'd be at Coney Island and they'd see it. So I don't know what the algorithm is about, but I'll take it. That yeah. Works. So before we get too into this, let's uh, let's separate the voices for our listeners at home. Hey, this is John. Hey, my name is Matt Cousins. Awesome. And I'm Travis. I'm Ricky. So, uh... Can you still hear me if I sit back like this? Is that Probably. Work? All right. I, well, I was going to lean back, and I was like, I feel like this angle might... I don't know. No, you're chill. I, I got a hunch, so this is my natural setting. Right. Uh, <laughs> Good point. Um, <laughs> I thought you meant you had, like, a gut feeling. Yeah, I, I have like, that, too. Okay. <laughs> Your I, hunch has a hunch. Well, that's the intro. The guy with a hunch about Worcester. It's supposed to be that double entendre. Oh. Yeah. too many entendres. Imagine if nobody got that until just now. I hope that just I hope that brought clarity to somebody. Somebody listens to your podcast every week and goes, What is this hunch though? What is, yeah, what when is are we gonna get about? to the hunch? He had this idea and he won't tell us. Well, there's bound to be people who just don't even know what you guys look like. I mean, I'm sure. To you. 
Uh, maybe two. I've got one like listener in Melbourne. There, wait, we I listen did to Triple J radio, has, so that's right? possible. No, there's a listener in because like we can obviously you can look at like your numbers and shit. There's a listener in is it Greece? Or I don't something? know. You tell me. It's Greece or Germany that listens to our podcast, and I'm like, who the fuck listens to us over there? And a, why do they still listen to us when it's mostly based around like? It's a lot of, like, Worcester inside joke yeah. stuff. Like, you yeah. gotta kind of, like, well, know... Shout out to Greece or Germany, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah so shout out to Greece or Germany. Let us know who you are. I was talking to some girl at the... Some woman, rather, at the Film Wars, and she lives out in L.A. area now, but she's from Worcester, and she said that she's gonna start listening to the podcast because she gets homesick, God, and she sick. works as a ship's <clears throat> captain. Or not a captain. She works on a ship. She's a sailor. Um, so she's stuck... She perhaps a skipper. What's her name? Uh, she told it to me and I forgot because I'm a terrible person. Oh my god. I think it's a short name. Yeah, I think she's come to the dive bar. I wouldn't be surprised. Yo, if you're listening, uh, DM Soldier Time. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. But she was super cool and she said she has, you know, long periods of time where she needs to watch the water at nighttime. I want to say her name was like Kay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm really sorry. I was. Quite she's scared. never gonna listen anyway. I said, well, she said she would, so who knows? But it might take her a while to get to this episode. There you go. Long story short, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, getting homesick about Worcester and turning into this stupid show. Yeah, boom. So, cop juju boys. We've talked enough about other bullshit. How the hell did you guys even start doing art together? Like, I think it was the Warside benefit painting. Yeah, Poppy we, bought. Yeah, Poppy bought that from uh, Kelly Square Liquors. Shout out to Geraldo. Yo, Poppy, Poppy from Kelly Square Liquors. We love you. Yeah, he bought our. We made a big painting just of the scale of Warside, and okay. we had that Warside event at uh, Nine Nine Dot Gallery. Shout out to John Vo. Yeah, Yo, I miss Nine Dot Gallery. gallery. Yeah. That gallery was great. Yeah, yeah, I remember a lot of people showed up for that. I, I think that even, was their biggest event there ever. Was I'm not surprised. Was the yeah, I think Jay rolled through that and everything. But nice. we had a big, yeah, we sold a lot of paintings. I think Poppy bought most of our paintings. Poppy's one of our biggest supporters ever. He has three of our three of our biggest paintings, and also has commissioned us before too. But was so that the same. night of the skate decks where everybody did their art on skate decks? Yeah, yeah, that was part of that. Yeah, okay. in fact, I saw a lot of our paintings in there. I didn't even know he owned. I showed. I like he found me in Kelly Square, like drunk, sitting in the street at like three in the morning, and went. <laughs> come up and he brought me up to his apartment and there was like a party and I was like you have like two of my individual paintings here never mind like three cop jujus in the spot like, so that's like that's maybe so what 2014 2015 we did that painting yeah so yeah and that was all um, that was 2015 yeah four years ago damn well that painting was made two years before it got mounted and sold at that benefit gotcha. it originally yeah, yeah. was the backdrop for a stage um, for a benefit show for uh, for Warside, so um, Heal and Power is a band that me and my friend Bruce Heelan were in. Um, was playing that show, and Bruce had just came into some money and was like, "We're gonna buy everything we need to make a big eight foot painting. This painting is huge. It's like eight feet wide and like six feet tall. Damn! And it's a painting of just a, a front center view of the bridge from the street." And uh, yeah, we we did that for like nine hours through the night. Yeah, like that's so <laughs> like, spread out on my living room floor on top of cardboard. I actually had to pay a deposit, a safety deposit, the security deposit back. Really? That painting. <laughs> we, got, we get messy. We're kind of messy. That's yeah. why you need a dungeon to paint in. There you go. 
That wasn't done what is, here, right? What is this cat's no, name? This was years the cat's ago, name is Catan. Catan? Yeah, like like settlers. Like me and my drunk ex, like thought it was funny that he like rolled over our toy car once, and I was like, like Johnny Catan in that white snake video. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but not Catan, more like a Catan. And we were like, we're awful people. And then the name stuck, and I've had him for twelve years, and still have to call him that. Holy he's shit, a, he's a good boy. But yeah, he's, he's sitting there he's, pawing the shit out of my arm. He just, like, he'll just touch me. you, yeah. I smell like dogs. I'm surprised. Well, he lives with dogs, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was yeah. so excited to get he welcomed by Uncle Fester. Yeah, he might he might butt into the conversation here and there. He's pretty loud. I think he's already there. tried out there. Yeah, yeah, he's usually oh, barking at it's it's Oh, we can shoot right there. Probably. No, that's all good. That's awesome. No, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But, this but, sounds this sounds a little weird, but Uncle Fester is the white version of my dog, which is <laughs> so funny. I have a white dog and a black dog. Yeah. But, but your, that was your dog does Scott have Juju a very similar. Right? Was that our first? I think that was the first one that we did together. I don't know what our first actual like branded cop Juju painting was, but we also did like some flyers that we hand painted and some other stuff. I mean, what what it really started off as was just like him and I both had uh, a lot of time that we spent together anyways on creative projects. So we started doing them together and we kind of created this synergy that we haven't uh, really lost yet, thank God. It's sort of our band. It's like, well, we had Spring Break 98 that we tried to make as like a band and that didn't work. That oh, was yeah, the yeah. band name. Spring Break 98. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah. There are Shout probably out to some Jeff demos LeBlanc. floating out there. That's awesome. <laughs> and we were bad at that. And I've painted my whole life, but and he's painted and dabbled in it. Yeah, I started with acrylics when I was like eight, I think, at uh, the Worcester Art Museum and carried through instruction in public school and uh, other like you know other other programs and stuff until like 14 or 15 years old and then kind of more got into skateboards after that but yeah and then i jumped into photography after painting i wanted to use it for like reference photos for people then i kind of just got stuck in a photography jam for a while dude so that's when i first met you i started following you because of your photography like i didn't even know who the hell you were i just loved the the shots you were taking street life bar life yeah you would you would grab these moments of the night that would feel just very commonplace like they would if you were experiencing in the night you would have just seen it and not even thought about it but having it somebody take it that snapshot and be like holding that moment in time it was always composed it always captured some like interesting story that made me want to like find out more about what the hell was happening in the photo just really interesting looks at life yeah thanks that was the idea that's why i don't that's really why i only use cell phone like photography only because if you have a camera out people are going to act away oh absolutely unless and if you're just kind of creepy i mean maybe it's a little creepy getting candids with a cell phone but it's way weirder like to try to be the drunk guy that's always carrying a camera with him like (laughs) especially if you have a flash like i was helping oh yeah sarah shoot uh march of dimes event the other night over at mechanics hall and i'm trying to take candid shots with this giant full body dsl with a flash no you can't take a candid shot no so I agree with you the, the best camera is the one that's with you and that typically is those if the shot is a little worse it's alright if the moment is a little better right like there's a balance there I can see what you're saying yeah that's awesome so you did the photography stuff and then at yeah. a certain point you guys just started at a certain point I actually think I was living I was in a relationship who was like bothered like I think she was bugging you and being like get this kid to paint and draw some stuff because I went through large gaps of like 
just pretty much just depression in bar life where like you don't really paint anymore or, yeah. or even have a proper space like if you don't have like yeah, a, you can't just have a part. corner and a bedroom to paint in really at least with me and like like i think really probably the uh the the point of synthesis of cop juju in quotes um was when i had uh I had that um, Warside show coming up, and I wanted to finish a painting I'd been working on before we moved in here, and I dug it out of my old box of paintings and stuff that I kept in a trunk at the time, and came down here and cleared out a space in my workshop, and, and uh, pretty much built like the proto-dungeon in like this little 4x4 four four square on a desk. In, yeah, in this place has evolved. Oh, it's evolved quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even just painting. It might not even really look at somebody, for, for, but it, ha it has. Like, so yeah, this... I, was, I was finishing a painting, and I was like, hey, Matt, come down here. I need your eyes on this. And uh, we, like, worked through some some different uh, problems with the painting I was working on. And then he was just like, hey, man, uh, you mind if I just, like, bring down my stuff and, like, start working down here? And then probably, like, two or three weeks later, we were down here working on a painting from scratch, starting off with a blank canvas together. And I was like, we're going to have to call this something. And he was like, yeah, what are we, what are we going to call you it? You were like, I think we should just call it Cobb Juju. And I was like, I'll, I know where to pick my battles. You can have, yeah, you can have that one. I have no idea what that fucking means. Yeah, but what that's does cool. that mean? That we're just copying. Up. He, like the way you explained it in the moment was that we're pretty much should just admit that we're copying people's Juju anyway. Okay. Well, it's so a double on, it's a triple We're taking entendre. references and we're just blatantly being like combining and mishmashing. I think it's we've grown into a little more than that, or I hope to, or whatever. But it's sort of just a tongue in cheek, like. Eh. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it <laughs> at once describes a collaboration where you cop each other's juju, and at the same time, also like is uh, another another phrase for just big dick energy, the juju <laughs> that a cop carries around with them. If you just go through life like you're allowed to do it and nobody can stop you then you're going to do what you want and it's going to work out well for you that's fair and plus but also specifically um it's it's about magic to me the phrase juju good juju bad juju like it's the most primordial version of what we understand as magic you know and it makes you less afraid to like we have a lot of canvases and we like fuck around with a lot of different styles and some of these demo tracks don't make the album like some of them you're in the middle of them and you know this is like a bonus track or track 11 <laughs> this isn't the single but you but yeah. you have to use that canvas and that painting to like because you're going to fight with each other like sometimes yeah. you record it's over very your much a band. song and uh, you lose it forever and nobody ever heard it and that's a lot of these paintings some of these paintings were completely different paintings before sure and sometimes your best beat on your like your grammy nominated track is one that you hated that your boy played backwards for you and you went we can start over on this uh, so i think it's interesting that you guys keep referring to this as a band because i was talking to jason naylor during powwow and like a lot of the powwow artists started in music or have bands yeah and or even Balunsky. i think Balunsky had like a, a multi-person band now he treats his art as a one-person band because he's out touring he's out <clears throat> doing the damn thing but he doesn't have to get anybody else's permission it's just like a one-person decision type deal even at two people i mean i imagine you guys must disagree on some stuff a lot yeah. yeah and then we even have like the stuff that's just solo like stuff anything like, I think some wilder stuff is just straight up Pow Square, 
paintings and I think some of the tighter line work stuff that looks more like I'm drawing than painting ends sure. up being just solo my stuff like but we meet in the mid the meeting in the middle is kind of the point but yeah. also the fighting is kind of the point like it's better than it, it's very much like being in the garage and writing a song like right. that's why I call it a band time. like yeah. that's the only reason why and I think a lot of these are just jams like you're just you're you're pumping stuff out and some people might think like you know take more time and focus more but it's kind of the opposite of the cop juju way we're just pumping through canvases and like and if you put something aside it can be just the background or texture for a new painting later on like you can re-record over that and keep some of the old song yeah hell yeah, yeah that's, that lo-fi that's aesthetic. like such a sick way to fucking look at that that's how that's the idea running. you're not gonna lose anything yeah just keep recording and it brings the anxiety level down. I mean, there's yeah. an old a proverb about two potters, and one potter spent the entire time working on one pot, and the other potter made a hundred pots. But the, the pot that was mm. best was the, the potter that made the hundredth pot was ten times better than the one pot that took him a hundred times yeah. longer to make. Because you learn every time you make something, you learn something, and then you take away something else, and you evolve. Like you, I've had the pleasure of watching you guys evolve over the past couple of years, and where you've started and where you are now is is definitely tighter. Like your yeah. your compositions are tighter. You have a not really like a commonality in your subject matter, but there's there is some similarities, and I think that's really interesting to watch as a fellow artist and as a friend and just watching you guys evolve. Yeah, it's fun to go through. I mean, I don't know. A lot of times I'm on this couch watching like some movie, a French movie on the projector, and he's painting 90% of the night, but if I'm not ready to get up and do it, then I just won't. Yeah. Sometimes I have to force myself to because I fall too <clears throat> far into that. I'm not ready. I'm not doing it till I'm ready. <laughs> well, yeah. get the fuck up and like yeah, start brush. Start cleaning brushes or something, or get up. And, got but, time to lean, got time to and clean. And that's when you have fun, yeah. But and it's those actually, are really the kinds of arguments we have, not the kind of arguments where it's like, I don't like that line, or don't paint that yellow. Like... When when he says don't paint that yellow, I go, I'll paint it orange then. <laughs> you know? When when I go, Don't paint that line, he's like, I like that line. And I'm like, I don't like that line. And then he's like, I'll paint it this way then. And I'm like, okay, I like that line now. <laughs> but it's never like, No, fuck you, I don't But there are times when I'm like, I'm not coming down here tonight because you just lay around watching the red balloon. <laughs> But it's fun you because you have the benefit, too, of producing more work and knowing that it's going to be a little unpredictable because sure. you're both going to fight over a certain area or what you're going to do. And that fight, half the time that fight, like, it's probably just like when a, a fight turns into great sex. It's just passion. Like, the painting gets better. Yeah, and then we Sam have and sex. Diane for sure. And, that, <laughs> and then we have sex. Did you say Sam and Diane? Yeah. <laughs> Will they or won't they finish that painting? <laughs> We're talking cheers, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Norm! In case everybody on the fucking podcast has no idea who Sam and Diane are. <laughs> I guarantee you half of the people listening to this right more, now have no idea. Than, I didn't catch that right uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it. I love cheers, but I was like, there's no way most people... Sam and Diane has become the template, though, for like, will they or won't they with two characters. Oh, yeah. Like, in any, like, sitcom. We, we know they're going to get together, but they're going to make us wait three seasons. They kind of are the prototypical relationship yeah. of that, like, hate hate sex thing, like, in, in popular media, you know? Look back before that, you don't really see that, besides maybe, like, when Harry met Sally or something like that, but... Yeah. I've it's heard... A very, it's a very weird dynamic. Very, very weird dynamic. You know? When Harry met Sally, not bad. Okay. It's a great... It's a, it's a great movie. 
It feels a little like complicated now. Billy Crystal? Yeah, but it's directed by Rob Reiner. Oh, I think that Reiner is a Rob movie. Reiner movie. It's a Rob Reiner film, uh, That is pretty much Rob Reiner doing Woody Allen, though. Woody Allen is the <laughs> word I was going it's for. It's essentially, yeah. like, very very close to his okay. shtick. But yeah, Billy Crystal. Oh, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad my movie facts are sharp on uh, right now. Yeah. Dude, like a fucking <laughs> hack. <sighs> That's it. So, you guys are painting. Are you painting anything specific? Like, are you getting ready for anything specific at this point? Yeah, we're getting ready for our October 18th. What's October 18th? So we're we doing a drop at the bridge. Yet. We haven't named it yet. I wanted to kind of. I was thinking of welcome to this. Welcome to this is. But a I don't know if that's name. already a thing. It sounds like it's already a thing, but I think it's just that like this is it. I'm thinking Vincent's. Yeah, but welcome, welcome to, to this. this like, is... it could be like an ode to Vincent's. Ooh. Well, we threw around a couple different names for it and stuff, but um, right now, essentially, uh, we we're just we're just calling it this this this. <laughs> So, okay, so what is this? <laughs> this See, that's a good question. That's it. <laughs> no, uh, so this is a uh, a night of entertainment and food, and um, we're going to throw a big party to open our first gallery showing as a single. Yeah, we haven't thing. had an actual gallery drop yet, and this spot in particular is really cool because it it's is not super cool. It's I haven't been inside yet, but I've been admiring it from the outside. It's got that DIY vibe. It's like if a gallery spot, I mean, it's just, we're not, it's definitely off the grid. Yeah. And I know we're going to have good, we have Dirty Laundry playing music down there. I know the Axe to Grind boys are coming down in some capacity because I asked him. They usually roll pretty deep. Yeah. And I asked him to come in and either, and whether he was dropping merch or whatever, at, like I asked Justin specifically anyway, for the boys to come down. I mean, they've always lifted us up. We've had our stuff on there since the Warside show. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. Let's we'll start, continue talking about the show and then we'll come back okay. to Axe But where, so, what's the spot about? Like Vanessa? So, uh, essentially what the bridge is is a growing organism of a space that fosters creativity um in short it's a community center being made it's an old mill building that um is currently being inhabited by a gallery a diy um car restoration program um Possibly in the future, we'll be hosting some skateboard-related uh, things um, as far as maybe a ramp and maybe even a skate school okay. um, next Ooh. summer. Um, that sounds super cool. That's sick. Actually, like... Some guys from the Worcester Community Skate Shop are involved. Hell yeah. And also uh, Creative Minds Collective, uh, Dan Ford over at Crash Course Cars. Um, he's definitely the biggest uh, driving force um, behind the whole collective at the bridge. And they, they call it the Bridge Academy is uh, for short the bridge. It's right next to Miss Worcester Diner. It's like a, a really cool little space for for just really loose and productive things to come out of it we've done a lot of uh work on the space masonry work and drywall work and uh we've also done a lot of cleaning because it's an old place but essentially there's a nice gallery room there's a big dance floor area 
there's a nice big outdoor patio area and there's all these cool old cars around and all of these old brick structures and it's just a nice little slice of uh, tranquility in the Green Island area. I like Dude, it a, a lot. It's so again, I know exactly where it is, but I've never been inside. But it's a perfect spot. I mean, for everybody's like seen it. It's that big warehouse building that looks like it came out of a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, at it the has top. that beautiful that tower roof. on the side of it, really? and right behind Miss Worcester, that big brat gray in between yeah, the bridge near it. the Kelly yeah. Square flea right market, the oh, bridge. across yeah. from Porter Worcester Tattoo, like in, yeah, but yeah. down that little down the step, right behind Miss Worcester. You That's can, so sick. You guys were out tooling around on scooters the other night or something. <laughs> I was watching some scooters. Videos. There were there were a bunch of people hanging out in the parking lot doing. There were there were there were kids on scooters, it's, it's skateboarders. Down there. Yeah, there's I, these banks. A in, lot of Saturday night stuff. So I'm always at work, but like kids will roll through. I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing tonight? Like going to the bridge. And at first I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I thought they were like literally going to a bridge. I had no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then Mike D was the one who kind of like. You can follow like in. like El Salon on Instagram, right? Is yeah, if you follow El Salon on his Instagram, that is uh, a. A gallery show series um, focusing on uh, people of color and uh, indigenous people's art. Brad. And they're. Um, and so, Cod Juju, like, Salon, hey, we yes. have, we're two white guys that really want to put on a show. <laughs> Can you help us? Um, El Salon is working out of the same space as us, but it's a distinct entity. Um, this girl, Vanessa, is. Uh, she's a powerhouse. <laughs> she's just like doing as much stuff as you can think of in this space to make it work as uh, a venue and as a community center. Um, so what, what she does is she's the coordinator of the gallery. We are essentially um, working through her to fill the space. Um, but she also does what, she, what we do, which is um, uh, print work and paintings. And what she also does is uh, run the Bridge Gallery, and she's also the chair chairwoman of El Salon, which is like I was saying, it's like a series of of gallery showings, and um, I believe she'll be uh, putting on a screening of um, I cannot remember the name of the doc, but there's a documentary screening down there on the twelfth. Okay which is about gentrification and indigenous peoples. Oh. And it's going to be like a mini screening. They're going to show selections from the doc because they're doing a full uh, screening in, in Boston in October. But, uh, yeah, so that that's some of the events that El Salon is bringing to the space. And then beyond that, the parties for the last gallery showing have been awesome. Huge turnouts. Um, it was basically like a rave one night, right? Yeah, Meat Sweat played, like and Meat two. Sweat is awesome. Shout out to Meat Sweat. Please play our party, Meat Sweat. And um, yeah, October 18th. other DJs too. Very That's cool. so sick. That's a great name. So yeah, we're gonna pick up the best of our stuff and the stuff that we feel strongest about, and maybe make a couple things before. That's part of what the TV was like about too. Right. Yeah, we I think we're going to bring our TV down. We want to have like some installations, some com- like make a comfy corner, do something, put up our like best solo and cop juju stuff. Maybe have a small wall where it's like our friends call it cop juju and friends. That's awesome. And then, uh, it's gonna be a fun night. Yeah, we have. We're getting. Fed. I'm actually super psyched about music. Dirty Laundry playing. I don't know if you've listened to the band at all, but no, no. I'm excited though. What kind of music is it? Uh, it's like a. They're like a. It's like a, indie rock. It's like indie rock punk that kid, uh, Shane plays. It's in. got a pretty hard edge for indie rock, but yeah, they uh, they do. Um, 
just kind of just just I can't even really think it's of it. It's kinda like, jangle poppy. The new single is pretty jangle poppy a little comes okay. to mind. Okay. You know? Good stuff. You're dirty speaking, laundry. So you're speaking yeah. Ricky's language. Yeah, yeah, yeah dirty laundry. Like, yeah, uh, dirty pop something. Fuck up. Yeah, yeah, no, dirty you like laundry. Awesome. laundry they just a lot. released a video on uh YouTube like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we, we were just there over at Shane O'Dwyer's house. They filmed live and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's October 18th. October 18th. All right, down um, the bridge. R&R Jerk Company is going to be doing the food there. Um, this guy, Trevor, that I know through Co-op Academy, is uh, doing the catering for the event. And he makes amazing jerk chicken. Yeah. And every every kind of soul food side that you can think of. He makes great mac and cheese and chili and cornbread and collards and everything else you can think off. of under the sun. Starving. And I've been putting $10. together as a plate last night or Saturday night. I've it been putting together so digital sweet. flyers lately too. And I'm going to have an updated one with times because Please. it's, it's cool. probably going to be between like 8.30 or 9 at night till like 2 in the morning. But it'll be broken up for dance party and bands and you know the man to my gallery. left will share it when you guys put it up. So. Oh, oh, we'll yeah. definitely be in touch mm-hmm. via social media. And then we're going to have gallery hours afterwards too for like, you know, after the next week or so we'll be down so that there. that was for... why you invited me down a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't make that work but I definitely want to come check out that space. Yeah, I'll continue to be doing um, like daytime hours at the bridge uh, oh, as part of their maintenance volunteer program doing um you know concrete work i built some brick steps there the other day and we're coring a concrete wall that's retaining earth away from the structure and it's all of these real small things to button up around there and aside from that just you know just general dusting and cleaning and stuff like that so if anybody's ever around and they feel like they want to spend a couple hours getting into the whole bridge academy thing there will be people down there just send a a dm over to their instagram save the bridge 508 their instagrams i'm just not like a falling fucking spirit right now but like you're talking about dope shit i'm glad you brought that up because you notice that's called save the bridge is it still under threat well we're all under threat. Right. We live in... <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> we live in the danger zone. Well, the, the politician came out real quick. Say, all right? of a sudden, well, hands Mr. folded, <laughs> hands well, folded <laughs> under chin. We're all in threat. But yeah, gentrification is, is a looming threat in, in any old historic building, but especially those on the precipice, literally on the cusp of the uh, the redevelopment zone. So, uh, yeah, if that space can't be turned into a working viable charity by the time the most ambitious of the developers find the space, the owners can only say yes to money. I mean, they yeah. can't say no to money. Yeah. If we don't have the money to give them when it's time, when the chips fall, that space will just have to go bye-bye in the program and the world that inhabits it will find a new home. And that's what gentrification is all about. It's about displacement. It's about moving, sending people, shoving them on down the road. So, you know. And the new architecture will be awful, I promise you. Oh, oh dude, absolutely. <laughs> I have yeah. so sure, many complaints no about this architecture. Yeah. In my love-hate relationship with this beautiful city. Well, see, <laughs> you guys are speaking like somebody that's been scorned already by this ballpark. <laughs> or like is, yeah is there a Warside conversation here I, mean, I, don't, I don't speak for Warside it did help birth us so. even though I don't skateboard like yeah. that environment a lot of that is kind of like a it's kind I kind of smile a little bit with this bridge concept a little because you see like a few people the you phrasing get li- has been confused here and there it, well, I've it, told people hey people I'm going also, down to work at the bridge and people say 
Warside's gone. What are you talking? Has he snapped finally? Is the name <laughs> like a node to no? no. Which oh, is, it's just like super coincidence. It's completely it, we're not unrelated. involved in any of that, so awesome. so it's become very confusing. Like he went down to pour concrete to fix the steps at this place called the bridge, and our friend Avi came over. He's like, "Where's John?" I was like, "Shout he's pouring, out to Avdi. He's pouring concrete at the bridge, and he's like, "Wait, what? Warside's back?" Like I was like, <laughs> "No," patting him on the head. No, Avdi. No, I, he's this place is also called the bridge. I don't know why. And they're pouring concrete. Yeah. Well, Dan explained it to me that uh, he's been involved in that space since he was a kid. Like his his son grew the up there. Yeah, at okay. at uh, the Southbridge Street spot. Um, so he's always referred to it as the bridge. In fact, he probably called it the bridge before Warside ever existed. So like it's. It's been called that for a long time, just in a small Bridges circle. are so it's happen to be strange. all over the place, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and the grimiest of people tend to hang out. Under it's them. weird that yeah, it's weird that that happens that but way. But he also told me he was like, "I want this to be a bridge to solvency for people who don't have access to it." Dan wants to build uh, barracks on the top floor for uh, for students to make it a real school. Um, uh, he wants to build a recording studio, a performance stage, um, a dance studio, and turn the whole basement into a working restoration garage where kids who are in, in trouble or kids who aren't. Yeah. Um, just, you know, kids who are trade school age can come down there and get a plate of food and a cot to sleep on and trade training in a trade. And all they have to do is produce work for the space and it's we're, we're looking into making it a co-op like true ownership for people who walk in there who are in peril of just not having anywhere to live or anything to do can walk in and have ownership of something and produce and I think a with Warside, thing. though, that's that essentially is what was being fought for with the Warside thing. That's what Warside was. That's really. that's the 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 part that was hard to get across, maybe to certain people who were like, it's just a skate park type thing. But like, what he just explained, what he's even explaining, that energy coming from what's happening now at this spot. I'm not saying it's the same as Warside, but that's the energy that we're taught that you talk about that that gets kind of. Help build it and you can use it. Yeah, well, that's exactly, yeah, exactly. That's a barrier to entry. You can't skate it unless you pick up a shovel or Yeah, picked up but that's where you yeah, want to kind of. We were very serious about that. We were like, there's no freeloaders here. Yeah. There's there's no room in a world of of meritocracy to uh there's there's no open door policy. Yeah. It's like there's an open work policy. Right. Yeah, exactly. And once you're done working, feel free to hang out. But <laughs> We we didn't didn't like slackers down there too much. <laughs> that was what was impressive. I didn't I don't even skate, but like as someone who was on the fringes of it and then the family, so to speak, yeah. and love those guys. Like that's the thing that was it was like genuinely fucking wholesome. Like yeah. you know, and it gets spun as like such a like a like you know like a such a wasted thing that you guys think you own it like the whole yeah. the whole thing spun out of control well like that's where i met you guys was i learned about the war side shit and i'm like my god these guys got i'm not a skateboarder yeah I mean, it's I've a been, black hole for caring that's all it is <laughs> it, it was just just sucking in all the energy uh, um i just I felt for you dudes black yeah. holes become wormholes sometimes though right <laughs> yeah not i mean obviously like <clears throat> i haven't been on a skateboard and very 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 long minute and even when I was it was not a pretty thing but like knowing Quinny and like a bunch of those guys uh, I remember the first time I ever saw that place like I worked literally the other side of the parking lot yeah. 
had no fucking clue where Warside was. I mean, they would all come in after skating all day or building all day or whatever and get beers at 6.15. I'm like, where the fuck are all these skateboard kids coming from? Yeah, I remember specifically being like, 6 o'clock, clean up, dive bar's open, let's go. Yeah, it was always, I mean, especially in the summer months, a lot of the first people I'd see every night were Warside kids. And I knew a handful of them, but like I had no clue where you guys were coming from. And then one day, Cody was like, we were talking about, I'm like, where the fuck is Warside? Like, I know about it. I've seen the pictures. He's like, dude, it's right there. So we, we walked had, over and he showed me. I'm like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've we ever had seen. We had events down life. there with like 600, 700 people God, so under damn. that bridge with a generator and a full band playing on top of the ramps. Like, man, I wish I was here just a couple we, years ago. We slow roasted pineapples over open fires. Like, it That's was. So sick. It was the old days. It was the wild Back days. Back in my day. Oh, yeah. you mean the open fires that could, like, explode a train? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. They weren't open fires. They were, like, contained inside a grill. Yeah. But No, that was a... Never mind. <laughs> Ricky snuck in a joke past you. All oh, right. no, he knows. There's, the memes are wonderful with her running it's away It's a sticky from... situation, you know? <laughs> it's a catch-22. Uh, um. <laughs> come see, come saw. <laughs> As in, fuck them. <laughs> Cut it right now. Take the part you like. Exactly. Put the rest in the trash. All right. Without dwelling well, too much on that. Uh, uh, so, like I started off the show. Before we get to the last part of our show, uh, I think it's interesting that most of our guests, most of the guests that come onto this show, are typically pretty hyped on Worcester. And I'm not saying that you guys aren't. But from the people that I know and the people I convert with or converse with on a weekly basis, you guys tend to be more critical of the situation than most. Which is important to have. Agreed. In the recipe. Agreed. I mean, you and I have gone, literally you and I have gone back and forth on just on Facebook. on just discussing some things and it's really interesting. So you both are lifers. Have you been here your entire life? Yeah, I, since like uh, my my parents, and I'm on the fringe too, because my parents bought a house off of Lake Ave, right on Lake Winsigamon in 85. So I've been here for 35 years. Sure. And it's not a, and I mean, John's a harder Worcester lifer than I am, because I'm, I'm pretty much a swim from Shrewsbury. <laughs> yeah. This, this dingy, gross basement is actually like the culmination of my wildest dreams i grew up in like maine south on kingsbury street in like you know a perpetual rental lifestyle situation where you know the corner store was giving me credit you know and like there, there was like definitely times in my life when i was like before teenage years where i was like my parents will never own a house i'll never own a house that's not even possible oh but, shit so this may not seem like much to a lot of people but this is mine so yeah but definitely um i i don't look down on the the people who come in from the the geographical fringes of worcester life you know people who are coming towards the center is that's where they should be should be here contributing to the the world at large instead of drawing out from from there you know the people who drive in on friday night and park their car and walk around are just as much worcester people to me as you know john down at kelly square liquors that i see down at the broadway (laughs) getting his espresso or uh, you know, like I was saying, like just just all of those people from the outside of the world make up what it is in the middle. Just the people who are there at 10 a.m. not doing anything, just walking down the street. 
they're just as important to the feeling, to to the, the gravitas, to the yeah. culture, as those people who come in and fund it. You know, somebody paints a painting, somebody pays for the painting. That guy who paid for the painting, it's just as much as painting now. Yeah, I think we're definitely more jaded and cynical about things. Like, but and it's not an insider versus outsider thing, like at all. Like. It's more it's about not a Trump's America thing about just Worcester, like build the wall around with. Yeah. It's not. It's just about with me anyway. And like, and I'm definitely a cynic, and I've definitely learned the hard way. Like when you care about something a lot, like you get beaten down, whether it's by capitalism or whether it's by just like little things that you just don't like. Like I happen to not really like the whole like the woo thing. You know what I mean? And it I makes don't you, like it when it's called it, the woo. Uh, no, it's super. We I'm never not, called it the woo. I'm not crazy about it. I don't like it. It's like, super played out. Even if it was, like, cool at one point, it is 1,000% played the fuck out and it's a yeah. And it's a very much like the people that have always been here just don't like it. It's not about... It's also it's it's a silly expression, but we also don't like being marketed at some point too. You know, like becoming the product. So like, oh fuck yeah! And, yeah, and the woo is just part. It's just so silly that it like it's a store subject. It magnifies know, to, that to me. Yeah, like there's just little things I don't like, and it's not just gonna be the the polar part the war side thing. But they didn't even you know the store is gonna be automated. They're not even gonna be able to hire cashiers. Like yeah. it's little things like that that we'll. I, I'll complain about it at the bar. Yeah. It's the so death by a thousand I, cuts. Am I hating exactly. on Worcester? Like, no, I, no, I, I don't like that color yellow on that Worcester Market play sign. Like, it's, <laughs> oh my God, don't paint that yellow. Here we are back again. Just and don't, don't paint use that McDonald's yellow. Golden Arches yellow. <laughs> Just don't do it. Please, pick a different font. One of my favorite things ever, though, is seeing you pop up on Facebook because there'll be like, there's an article that'll pop like almost every single day about something. And it's always awesome because I don't know if it's just because like I look at all your shit or whatever, but every time you comment on something, it's like, here's the article. And the only comment I see is Matt Cousins. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, because it's never like, fuck yeah. Like, it's always something that's neat that needs to be said. Yeah. Like, whether whether or you're not, right or yeah. wrong or whether any even whether I agree with you or not. It is really fucking refreshing to see your name and your comment is the first thing I see. If I pop in, I try to just be like cut and dry. Yeah, and like no bullshit. Not just just be cut and dry. Just say a a simple fact and don't. I don't even look at the comments after half the time. Just like cut out now. Like yeah, that's succinct. I, I really feel like that's probably the the common thread between the way him and I think about this local stuff because we have huge arguments about stuff. He likes baseball. I don't. I love like, baseball. I like, I like the idea of baseball. And, you I know? Love, and we love the city, but like, but I, I don't like, I base, treat my I don't sister like watching poor, a baseball game. Yeah. Listen, I treat my sister kind of poorly. I love my sister. Like, she's my kid's sister. No <laughs> one else yeah, can beat her up. That's thing. Worcester. Worcester is the kid brother or kid sister that maybe you'll put in the dryer and duct tape shut and make sure... <laughs> But but that doesn't mean that you want bit, to murder them. You just want to you just want to harm them a little bit. You have you have like put a little knowledge on them. Yeah, you know? you got to build them up a little bit. I, I bring up the fact that you both are lifers in the sense that I don't like the town that I grew up in. Like there's a reason I'm not there anymore. So like I uh, once out of school, college I wanted to get the fuck out of. We still like Worcester a lot. I, yeah, lo- so I do the fact love that Worcester. Still here is yeah. is I'm a testament to that. I invested in Worcester. You right? know, yeah, I pay sure. Worcester to be where I live. Yeah, you know, it's just sort of like the they live sunglasses sometimes. You know what I mean? Like when you see <laughs> events, really what it when is. you see events happening, like every once in a while, and like 
There's a lack of critical. You thinking. You put on sunglasses. So I everyone, agree with you. And like, and critical thinking requires being critical. Like, it's, it's like, in the name. And if we feel like everybody's being like pretty positive, then yeah, yeah. you have to like. I don't want to just counterbalance for the sake of it or be a contrarian for the sake of being contrarian. That's not I like the, the point. Enthusiasm. I just want to see it self-examined in some cases there's a lot of situations like i come from a union family i come from like a, a staunch democrat union family my dad's afl cio for life um he's he worked in the mental health system for 30 years for the state and my sister's running for school committee and uh like like I'm very like politically active in my mind and in in like my social media presence and stuff, but like there are people out there who are actually doing it. Yeah. They're calling people on the phone every day trying to get them to vote. They're walking around knocking on people's doors. Like the, there's like a fight out there for for Worcester to actually be represented by the people that live here because we literally have 10 percent voter voter turnout. The preliminary elections for city council and school committee had something Wild like an eight percent fucking abysmal. turnout. It's terrible. And all the people, people that need to put vote. Their fucking photos of themselves voting. You're all liars because I don't know where the fuck you guys <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah, it's like there were time we we were on the 508 podcast and they were like, "What are they fucking save their stickers from last year?" Like the yep. numbers do not make sense. And I do all have a sticker seeing, from last. Do you? <laughs> it's still on my Actually, hat. Next to my sticker my from this car. year. I put them on my... It's I have this uh, collection of stickers on this uh, filing cabinet in my office, so I could see all the times I voted. They, uh, and I'm just as guilty. If your sister wasn't running, I'm not 100% that I would have voted myself. I want to go to that job breaker show. So, yeah, I remember yeah. you were talking about it a little, and then you had to work. I got stuck... Yeah, I got stuck working... Story of his life these days. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. Not me. I'm fired. Now I feel like a real artist. I'm unemployed. <laughs> You're freelance. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like I was really doing it until I was waking up on that couch, for like 9 a.m. and getting like, some paint and kind of smoking and this doing a shot. Chair, John. You want to sit on something comfortable? No, I'm good. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. And, but yeah, that Jawbreaker oh. show was wonderful. Jawbreaker. That was one of those shows where you were like. I'm actually here right now. If I can see it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I and he sounded great. Okay. I was at work and my buddy Rob showed up. Do you remember like, that piebald concert we went to? We had the most ridiculous piebald experience. Wait, which one did you go to? The one that was at uh, the, the Royale. Royale. Oh, I was there. So we were there night two. But it, it turned into, I don't know if you remember on the way home, the Mass Pike that night shut down for like... I was there was at, a tragic accident on the I'm Mass Pike I'm pretty sure night, night one. I think we were. The, I forget second, which one it was. It was the second night. Second yeah. night. Okay, so, so yeah, we were definitely at. So it ended up. So we got a ride home with people, and they were like, "We hidden like their hatchback." We missed the train. We were going to take the train back to Worcester, but then so we're in the hatchback. Were we like like some people at the TAM. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "Hey, we're going back to Worcester," and they're friends of ours, so we were like, "Yeah, we'll go." So yeah, we got. So in the we're hatch. in the hatchback, and then like the Pike, literally the the spot you're in. We were there for like four hours, so Plus. it got to the point where people were like Woodstocking it. They were like, "This is like a fat music festival now, guys." Everybody open their car doors, like anybody who has beer. Like, food's getting shared. What the We had two friends that went, we got this, ran into the woods, came out of the woods with, like, supplies and shit. I was like, did they you found rob? a vending machine and then at someone, a school. And then someone mumbled about a school, and I was like, what the? What did you guys do at a school? Like, 
how did you guys come back with fucking Fritos and we're like yeah, orange we're soda in the street in the middle of uh, yeah I like stripped down the in the Mass Pike and like did like a lap dance on like this uh, Spanish lady's bumper and she <laughs> she was like yelling and honking for me and like really we're still into recording it. right oh this is all and she found, and she found us go. later she found uh, she found Doyle on Facebook yeah, later it was like yo where's, where's your white boyfriend where's your white boyfriend <laughs> L- link me up and she, she was like, "You won't lick the bumper." Though. I licked her. I licked, licked her bumper. Bump, I licked her bumper. <laughs> like, like why? Like, meanwhile, like the rest of us are all cracking beers, hanging on the back of my friend Suva. We're like, "This I'm is not great." Into it, What's I was deal? like, <laughs> I was like wearing boxer briefs in the middle of the mass pike, licking this lady's bumper. <laughs> Piebald has that effect on people. Yeah, Piebald has that effect. Good. That is yeah, right. definitely one of my favorite awesome. bands of all time is Piebald. Oh, dude, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I remember when they announced those shows, I was like, fuck yeah. Me and my buddy Josh bought tickets, went night one. And then I didn't go night two, but then I saw them like a year later. They played like a Boston Calling after party thing. Uh-huh. And they played Boston Calling. I saw them play the weirdest places around here. I saw them at the QCC once. Did you really? Yeah, right before they broke up. Yeah. And he went to LA and everything. What was so it? North Andover them, Town Hall. 2003 before awesome. they broke up. Yeah. Uh, they played Skate Fest but they, at the Palladium. Yeah. They played I remember that. Wildly early in the day. No way at the was, Commercial Street Cafe. It was fucking sick. <laughs> it was so weird long stuff ago. back in the day like the, when the space existed and everything. Oh my God. Oh, the space. So we've gotten kind of derailed but I like it. Uh, <laughs> before we move on to the last little segment of the show, is there anything you guys want to touch on? Anything you want to talk about real quick before we move into the Stokes and Pokes? No, I don't think so. Oh, yo. How did you guys link up with Axagrand? The Warside benefit. Okay. Yeah. Again, it goes back to Warside again, which is what I love about the theme of Warside in general, is like even when it branched out, like us. Yeah. But uh, Justin yeah. bought one of your solo pieces for Justin, the barbershop. Justin bought the gun painting, the red and uh, white gun painting that's up at the barbershop still, like towards that back door yep. to, to the yeah, left. Yeah. And he uh, he was just he invited us down. He, he was, was like, stoked Come about down the whole to the concept. And we'll sell your. Well, we got mullets. Care. I got the mullet and yeah. mustache like combo up there because he was <laughs> cutting out. Like, I don't remember that at all. He was cutting uh, mullets at the out of there like VW like yeah. setup that was parked up at the top. And he, yeah, awesome. he yeah, bought they the bought a, they bought a booth for Moorside because they were selling booths for the the benefit. All the twenty five or thirty whatever dollars it was went straight to the skate park, and they were like, "Yeah, we want to help, but like, what they we, really, we'll we don't have a wall. To sell we'll give you a fair. wall at Axe to Grind, like you guys can hang up and cycle through. That's, That's so sick." sick. Oh yeah, no, they, they've been great. Ju- Mike and Justin, the, are Mike and Justin, are the they're like family. Those are the guys. Yeah, for sure. Yes. In fact, I I feel like bad about how freak like infrequently I even go down. Sometimes he'll go down and change paintings and stuff, and I won't even like go down and I end up feeling like off. Sometimes like, I take I paintings down from the wall and I just give them to Mike. I'm just like, Mike, this is yours now. Cause I'll take it down and he's like, no, I like that one. And I'm like, nobody bought it. So it's yours. Here you go. <laughs> so what you're saying is Mike has a private collection of cop juju paintings. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could disappear from that wall and I wouldn't even know if anything left. They, they do. And you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> That's awesome. Just awesome. popping all that dough. Shout out, Scissor Boys. <laughs> all right, let's let's move into this last part. Take us away, Solon. When you hit him with those stones, ow! Gotta slap him with those pokes. Oh yeah! Stokes and pokes. 
would have been <laughs> thrown into that category myself. Fuck, what was I gonna put? Stupid. Sorry. You good? Do you have one? Oh, yeah. Is the poke I, just I, a general concept that we're feeling down about? I forget how those poke. So, stoke is something you're pop, pumped on. Poke is just something that could be better. It can literally be anything. Like, so, you'll 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 get it here in a second. I like All that right. they got rid of that light on Milbury Street, but I hate <laughs> that they turned it into a stop sign going the wrong way. <laughs> Bitches. What the fuck was that? Endicott and Milbury, right? There's a light. There used to be a light at Endicott and Lafayette, but they took down the light. Give me landmarks. Where, what, is this like right around Miss Worcester? <laughs> yeah, before Miss Worcester. Sorry about him, but at the same time, yeah, Endic- I don't know. Oh, he's, he's just chill. Endicott Street goes down from Vernon all the way to Quinsigamon Ave. Okay. And there's a light when you get to Milbury Street where you're coming down that hill where you can turn on to... So like, if you're you going up. down Milbury Street from your house towards downtown, you know where the Macau is? Yeah. The Macau is on the corner of... Um, okay. Yep. And He's then the, the next boy. street down, there used to be a light. They got rid of that light. But instead of making the stop sign so that you have to stop at Lafayette... <laughs> Me and him for 12 years, bro. through Endicott awesome. go through... Oh, hi, Pester. Oh, uh, look at them. Hi, Pester. You, you're so dumb. It took you this whole time to even figure out... <laughs> For real, anyway, though, the stop sign is stopping the traffic that takes up most of the space. Nice. And most of the time. So, like, if you're going down you see him? Lafayette, you're, there's less traffic that way. But they have they have the right of way. So you have people backing up five cars deep, and then that's it. That's you can't great. go through the light after five cars get stuck at that stop sign. See? So that... Sorry, I was just trying to give you an example of a stoke and a poke. Well, that's, I mean, I have that all recorded. That could be your poke if you really wanted it to be. Oh, like, God, do you have something got, better? Oh, God, I can poke all day, my friend. All right, well, I'll, I can poke all day. Thank you, Solon. I'll, I'll kick us off real quick. Dropping that verbal Viagra. Uh, I Verbal Viagra? You can poke all day. Bro. Oh, that's what's up. I missed that. That's awesome. Salaciously verbaceous over here. That's awesome. Salaciously verbaceous. Yo, I'm salaciously verbaceous with this verbal Viagra. <laughs> Don't start I be flowing me. like a waterfall, you call me Niagara. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> the face afterwards, like he impressed himself, like, wait a minute, that all right. How could you He's not? his own hype, man. Lock that shit up. Because I ain't doing it. I know what I quit. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna start us off. Thank you, Sol. I'm gonna start us off with uh this is so fucking stupid, but I don't care. I'm gonna poke the assholes at grocery stores that leave their carts just chilling in the middle of a space. How fucking lazy can you be not to just go walk that shit five minutes or not even five minutes, five feet that way to one of those stupid carriage corral things. I'm sorry, man. Are you leaving? Do you leave I'm it? Gonna go, I'm gonna you get, I gotta get home to take a nap and like I mean like Dude, I, um, so I don't even think I was that's real. I don't use spot. the carts. <laughs> I was trying to I'm pull a basket spot guy. And the I'm on a there, and it, had, it fucking ran into somebody else's right car. And I like hitting the carts with my Jeep. Gatorade and cat food. I can. So I need it's a little bumper. You don't care. <laughs> the bumper is broken already, so you can't get more broken from a shopping cart. True. I hate them. I fucking hate those people. Plus, I'm desensitizing myself to the adrenaline rush you get from hitting something with a car. <laughs> <laughs> Good Christ. You need a level head in that situation, you know? You don't want to be in shock. When you hit somebody? Something. Sure. Or somebody. You might. There might be a person there. You never know. Or it might just be one of these other people walking around. What do you mean these people? Random people, Leave man. Leavers. Leavers. Sit, hit them. Yeah. So, yeah. Put your when I say shopping cards back. Card. Yeah. Put your <laughs> shopping cards back. 
and I am stoked. I don't know if you guys saw this, but do you see that the Riviera Club change names? No. I have been so I've thought about this for three weeks now, and I keep forgetting <laughs> it for Stokes and Pokes. But they they've changed the name, and the sign's different. It is no longer called the Riviera Club. One of a couple strip clubs down in that area. Other is Scabby Betty's. Um, but the Riviera Club is now called The Office, which is probably the most fantastic name I've heard for a gentleman's club. So they sell paper there now? No, sorry, honey. I got to <laughs> spend I got I got to spend extra time at the office tonight. Oh. <laughs> and then oh. the font actually is like very like reminiscent of The Office. Of the TV show? Yeah. yeah, it is kind of reminiscent of the TV show. But the name is great. I'll probably never step foot in, but uh <laughs> Till we do a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out the office. Come on the Until, until we interview a stripper. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. Hey, we, we, do I you guys yeah. know any strippers? I mean, I did no, growing I mean, up. Just, okay. You know I current? So. <laughs> I know plenty of strippers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lived... Actually, no, you didn't live there. Nonverbal Viagra. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's me. Uh, Matt or John, you guys want to go next? Uh, let's see. I guess I'll start with uh, a Stoke. I'm uh, I'm stoked that it's fall. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm all about that. I actually really do like that that brief Indian summer. And I think there should be a better name for that. That's my poke. Indigenous I, I want a summer. better. Yeah. I want a better way to say that brief period of hot weather right after the first frost. We're hitting that hot weather, I think, on Wednesday. Yep, that's like, this week. Yeah. It's coming up. <clears throat> so, you know, if you're listening right now, please send me a better way to say Indian summer. The Sunday. Germans should have a word for it. Because I'm sick of saying it. There's, the Germans probably have a word for when you switch over to pants and then say, oh, I should have stayed with the shorts, but then yeah. oh, back to the pants. Like, it's the Germans probably, have a word for it. Yeah, it's, it's a Bergman like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Schadenfreude. They combine everything, which is great. Like, German language is like Legos, where they just build on <laughs> to make it a new word, but it's not. Uh, yeah, but I'm still terrified of the German language. Terrified of every language. Indiana Jones ruined me for the German language. Indiana Jones did? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like that whole Nazi thing. Just Indiana Jones. I, I mean, I, I fuck the Nazis too, you know, but like the Nazis, yeah, the, yeah. the whole concept. The Indiana Nazis Jones. In Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, scary. The, the face melting? No, that didn't bother me. That didn't bother you? But that I mean, guttural language? Yeah. There was a catharsis to that. And I'm, I'm negative, so I should have been like. Yeah, that sounds scary and fucked up. I should like that. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> All right, so you're stoked on that. Yep. And you got anything to poke, or do you want to keep that poke from before? I'm still, I'm still poking Indian summer. You don't deserve to exist. Oh, that is poke. Anymore. That is you're stoked. Poke, yeah. Oh, you're, so you're stoked poking on, Indian so summer. I'm stoked that Indian summer is coming, but gotcha. I'm, I'm poking that I have to call it that. Yeah, that's shit, man. Sick right. of calling it that. I'm with. That's that's a good little one too. I punch. just want to call it something better. Okay. All right. Like pre-fall. No, because it's not free fall. <laughs> no, it's like middle weird couple days of in the middle of fall. So it's like uh, fake summer. Fummer. Nope, that's terrible. Think of something. Matt, nope. you got nope. to stoke a poke for us? Um, yeah, so I'm stoked on this movie I watched at 3 a.m. with Rucker Hauer called uh, Split Second, where he fights like this, uh, it's pretty much Venom. Like, it's this guy who's, like, half rat DNA and half human DNA. Okay. And Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City is in it. And um super stoked on that. I think I'll watch it again later. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. 
No, we have to watch Earth Girls the Pope, Are Easy. The Pope, I'm going right back. I, we watched Earth Girls Are Easy the other night, and it holds up so well. It really does. You ever seen it? Oh, I've seen it. I So I, they, in college, my, my roommate's girlfriend loved watching that movie. So for like, I don't know, six weeks straight, she would come and just start it. My God, it wouldn't it's so get past good. the intro before somebody fell asleep, so I'd never, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And the poked thing, I'm still, I'm going right back to that color yellow on the on the Worcester Marketplace signs. Like, like I'm stoked on the idea of that being there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stoked on. But yeah, I don't like that color. I I drove by it a couple different times, and the architecture of the building. I'm I'm poking. I'm angry at modern architecture that's going up very quickly, but, and I'm afraid even worse than the the destruction of Kelly Square. Like. Not happy about it. Let's get past that even. But the stuff that's going to go up very quickly to hurry up and get there in time for Polar. Yeah. Like, they look like gingerbread houses. Like, I'm sick of the... Just, I don't I don't like that. What yeah. color What color would you choose instead of the yellow? What would I... Uh, like, I, I, just, I could even go with a different shade of yellow. It's just such an abrupt yellow. I just want both those shades of yellow to be the same shade. Of maybe yellow. can I mean like maybe a, maybe a nice <laughs> lavender? I don't know. Like I'm serious like it's just Well so like somebody asked me what is the Worcester color? And the first thing I think of is green and red, which is fucking awful. It's just I mean yeah, they're complementary colors, but they're just they really aren't though. Well, but if you look at it on a wheel, they 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 are. I got a gripe with the color wheel. Do you? I think he does it says have unrealistic a, yeah. expectations for those who wish to mix paints together to get other colors. Try and make magenta with red and blue. That's my poke, what John is saying it. right now. Oh, try to, try try to also make cyan with her red, blue, or yellow. Well, you it can. depends it's on what free the on YouTube. Is. If you're talking about acrylic paint, I'm unemployed. Then, yeah, it's going to be different than... <laughs> If you're hiring, I don't know. I think there's a reason why. Uh, I think there's a reason why Technicolor chose cyan and magenta and yellow for the three film colors that filter through each other. Because those three colors make every other color. I believe cyan plus magenta equals red, green, and blue for digital color. Well, red, green, and blue are how your eyes experience light. You have red cones and, and green cones. Right, so anything digital is RGB because it's additive light. Where mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's subtractive light. It starts with full and pulls out. Where yeah. anything printed is additive color. That's why it's CMYK. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So this has nothing to do with pokes, but Hank has us painting the Hanover today. Like, we're painting it blue, right? Like, we're painting yeah, the Yeah, we're going wall. to the Hanover to paint something blue. Because they need a wall painted. But I'm okay. thinking, like, shouldn't we just call it a minimalist cop juju mural? You fucking should. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we yeah. just wanted to paint this, the Hanover blue. They were like, you can do whatever you want, guys. Anything. And we were like, okay, cool. We just need blue. Also, if you need anything painted in the size of, uh, I don't know, a wall... You know, we take commissions. Uh, Even if you just want it blue. Yeah. <laughs> but we're painting we're painting a blue mural at the Hanover. So we're, yeah. when you see that blue, be like, Man, Cobb Juju is killing it. They <laughs> fucking nailed it with that. I, mean, I think there will other be be other people there too. I'll be us so assistance. The joke with Alex Hayes <laughs> yeah. that he has the most murals, but he only works in one color. Just because he buffs all he buffs yeah. a bunch of the murals. Oh, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So you guys are rolling with period. <laughs> we're copying that idea. You might There say. it is. Copping that Whoa. Shout uh, out Alex Hayes. Can't wait for <laughs> Hayes home for the holidays. Why? Oh shit. Alright, take us home, Ricky. Alright. So I didn't have a poke until just now because I was thinking about something that really fucking aggravated me this morning. Um, but it's also my stoke. So, um my stoke is a Beto's tacos in Maine South is fucking awesome. 
That's not my original Stoke. I just realized how good they were, though. Uh, I finally went. Their tacos are awesome. It's a small little, like, family-run taco spot right next to... Uh, is it Moynihan's that's, in, that's on Main South? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally right next to that. Beto's Big tacos. green awning. Yeah. from the Greek church. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Beto's Tacos. Chorizo Tacos. Absolute fucking best taco in the city of Worcester. My actual poke... No, my actual stoke is... This is an Instagram account, account called Chandler Holding Your Favorite Album. It's literally... I'm not even kidding. It's a picture of Chandler from Friends. He has headphones on. I forget what record he's actually holding in, like, the real still of that scene. But somebody started this account a month ago. And they just... They put in, like, like today... Or was it today? Yeah, 11 hours ago, they did, like, Kendrick Lamar's Damn. But there's a whole bunch of these fucking pictures of Chandler just holding random records. And they're, they're from all different types of music. Oh, man. They're so I awesome. have to get on Phoebe Makes a Sandwich, like, right away. Yes, like, just please. different type. And that's... Men it. can make sandwiches, too. So but it's not <laughs> a sexist comment. But I just want Phoebe to make me a sandwich. Phoebe is the best. I'd rather have Ursula make me a sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> the Mad About You sister? Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe... The first she, sister, she played this. She played her sister on Mad About You, Lisa Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, Phoebe exists because Ursula was just too mean. Yeah, so they were they were mad about you. Ursula and friends, but they were like, no one's gonna relate to that character. She's That's such true. a bitch. No one. You gotta be her. the weird one. And like, yeah, Phoebe, you know, we like her. Huh. Wait, is I'm glad she exists. Derivative. Of yes, Mad Friends is a spin-off. They spin exist in of, the same universe. They all exist in the same. Not universe. derivative of, but existing within Are the same universe. Are you guys aware of the Saint Elsewhere? The Riser verse. Um, yeah. The, the Saint Elsewhere verse, like that's a different thing. That's a big. That's a. No, they're in the Riser verse. This Riser verse is in Saint Elsewhere's verse. Saint Elsewhere verse is like, like everything is in that snow globe. Everything in the whole world is in that snow How confused I am right now. Oh, you should be. <laughs> you <laughs> should be. Google, what? St. Elsewhere versus conspiracy. We're all living <laughs> in the Matrix. Naomi's getting home from We're all in a snow globe. Like, what'd you do? And I'm like, I've literally laid on this chair for I've been six Googling hours. Saint, I've been Googling St. Elsewhere. In this, like, yeah, in the St. Elsewhere, at the end of St. Elsewhere, they end like the in whole the show. In the finale with like a snow globe. Okay. But in like, there's, a, there's a sick kid in the hospital. Spoilers. That's... Yeah, so just ruined in the that 1982 show. season finale. <laughs> yeah, it was 1982 or something where... So St. Elsewhere had the finale. There was a kid who was sick on the show who was... They zoom out on the hospital and it's in a snow globe. And this loose kid just holding it. But that... That means that everything that happened on that show happened in that snow globe. Okay. But they also had crossover events all over that, that show. That are related to characters. Like, is it Munch? In all those shows. Yeah, Munch was on St. Elsewhere. Technically, Homicide Life on the Streets is a spinoff of St. Elsewhere. So technically... But he was also on NYPD. Law and Order SVU Law and Order. is, in is the snow also... Globe. In the snow globe. That's a big fucking snow globe. I don't know if There's you guys should be telling game. people this. This is irresponsible. Oh, like, everything. Like Mork and Mindy, uh, Three's Company, the Jeffersons. All in the snow globe? All, all in the snow, snow globe. globe, man. You guys should change. You guys shouldn't tell the people this. Like, you know how they had to change the You guys are telling the people that. You know how they, they have to change shit. it? <laughs> On Fight Club, they had to, like, in the movie, they had to change the chemical composition of things so that people wouldn't copy it. <laughs> like, we're telling people things that they shouldn't know. They'll be unemployed like us soon. <laughs> 
then there'll but be real artists. They'll be getting commissioned walls. They'll be the fucking handover. Yeah. Painting blue murals, baby. What's up? <laughs> Alright. So that's what you're stoked on. Alright, so I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I am now restoked on everything that just happened. Um, but my poke is kinda like so it 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 goes back to Chandler holding your favorite album. So they started a month ago. Nothing happened for the first couple weeks. And then all the, I don't know how it even exploded. I Somebody reposted one of them, just how I found it. I started following, reposting a bunch that I thought were cool. Um, and they now have like 77,000 followers. Yeah, they have 77,000 followers. <laughs> oh it's kind of fucked up. Wow. In, in a month. And they did nothing for the first. It's not like a famous person that does this. It's the viral effect. That's all it is. So the dude, and like I respect the hustle because like, it would be sick to get paid for literally anything. But this dude put a huge Instagram story up being like, oh, I really love all the, like the, <clears throat> love all the love, like all the shares and shit like that. Like everybody's in DMing him like albums or them, D albums that they should like want to get posted. So he was like, hey, if you guys want, like you could donate some money uh-huh. so I can do this. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like yep. you've been doing this for a second and a half. At least ride it out for a minute before you're trying to get people to give you money. The first Patreon Instagram account? Yes! Oh! In under a month. And like, I respect it because that's awesome. Get paid. But at the same time, like, dude, come on, man. All you're doing is photoshopping a record into fucking Chandler's hands. You could knock out all those images in like a few hours. Yeah, and he's like, well, I'm a student and I'm doing this. And I was like, Dude, you're not... I hope nobody gives you any money for this yet. I have like, some Instagram accounts that I would definitely Patreon to. Yeah. And no, actually, me too. I follow plenty of like, people that I'm like, yeah. I should be paying you because this content's fucking sick. But a guy that photoshops a different album into the same photo over and over again, like, you just had a clever idea one day and you're sticking with it. Good yeah, for you. and you've got a shit ton of followers. I'm you sure you've got a sham while or something, it. dude. Come yeah, on. it's not like yeah. you're peeling oranges very well. Yeah, it's well, not like, like you're peeling oranges or finding a guy who peels oranges. Or opening cans of salsa or whatever. I don't know. Ladies love lemons. <laughs> Ladies love lemons. Cook of the day. Did you guys start Ladies Love Lemons? I yeah. wish. Is that he a wish? Is he lo- it's just this girl leaning on bad cars. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite Instagram Wait, account. it's real? Like, that's yeah. Real so this woman. Yeah, oh, lemon he, cars. Yeah, he This woman goes around the country and finds the most ridiculously clapped out piece of shit cars and, like, does, like, a model on the hood with it. But, like, she it. wears, like, the coolest, trashiest 80s gear all the time. Like, you I know, like, it. short shorts with pleats. And like jelly sandals and awesome. like a football jersey t-shirt. And like she writes the wittiest comments about the specific cars. It's like my new regular car reviews. She's way wittier oh, than Mr. Regular. Following that shit. I'm calling you out right now, Mr. Dude, Regular. that's sick. <laughs> Don't be cars and the women who love them. That's so awesome. Uh but well, yeah. we're talking the random, day random Instagram accounts. My buddy Rockwell loves Creatures of New York, and it's all <laughs> just videos of people from the subways. It is fucking disturbing how many weirdos are on yeah. that fucking... But I get one of those once a week from Rockwell that it's just... Each time, it's like, wow, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. That's and then a week later, holy fuck, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen now. <laughs> um, we have gone horrendously off the rails as anticipated. I love it. But just to kind of bring this thing back into some kind of finality. Kona um, Brewing Company sponsor Cop Juju. Yo, yeah, seriously. They've been sitting here. That Sh- Longboard IPA. Sorry. We can yeah, open an actual seltzer. seltzer. Well, that's for the promo. We're going to do that in front of your killer television or something. That's cool. Yeah, um, sick of Steve. You can see what it tastes like. Did that yesterday. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. 
No, so, Matt's right. I, I just repeat. I don't like, like seltzer, everybody. I'm sorry. It tastes like TV static or like your arm fell asleep. <laughs> it tastes like coming and, off morphine. And it tastes like coming off of morphine. <laughs> it tastes like your <laughs> And I just don't love it. But I grew up on like, my. I grew up in a family. It was just like Coca-Cola poured down your face. Like, I'm with no. you. But like, so, so seltzer tastes like, seltzer tastes like, like, I don't know, soda went to like Walmart and got a parental advisory sticker on it in the 90s. Like, cause it's like, no, no, seltzer tastes like Like Tipper Gore shouldn't really tell me how thick. to drink my soda. And when I drink seltzer, I feel like swears got bleeped out of my soda. You should start a new school. <laughs> That's all the things it tastes like an edited Dr. Dre track and I don't want it I want my chronic hey 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 hey. yeah I just where's the ending to that I don't know what happened yeah just I feel left out my reddit profile fear missing out on taste I fall yeah my reddit profile on taste please read all emojis as sound effects I wanted to be respectful (laughs) and that's just a string of emojis with connective phrases (laughs) Oh my god. I wish everybody's profile said that. It was that. That was the funniest thing I've ever heard in in my life, I think. Seltzer tastes like. (laughs) Seltzer tastes like. (laughs) Like it went to Walmart and got parental. Like Coke went to Walmart. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. (laughs) Seltzer tastes like. I got some of John's verbal Viagra and just started. Oh my god. Don't don't choke on that. You'll wake up with a stiff neck. Oh, fuck. If you want, we're doing dick to... jokes now. Yeah, well, no, verbal Viagra. <laughs> we are. Um, uh, and jokes. If you guys want people to find you on the internet, how do they find you? Uh, Cop Juju, C O P J U J U. We're on Instagram, and then uh, I think we're linked up on that. I think just follow Cop Juju. Find our flyers. We'll tell you more about the event on October eighteenth. It's gonna be a fucking party. So we have a Facebook. We're not sorry about it. There it is. <laughs> That was awesome. Each each of us has I our own Instagram handle. Yeah. I'm at Pow Square. The word square. Not the letter square. There's a letter square? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know if I follow you. I know I follow Matt. Matt is at Matt.Cousins. Yeah, Matt.Cousins. E-N-S. It's crazy. If you say I-N-S, people say cousins. If you say E-N-S, they say cousins. And I'm like, the beginning is still the same. And they're still pronouncing it Why would you go from cuz to cous? Yeah. Je m'appelle Mathieu Cousin. Shout out to Sarah, my wife, who said, I was like, oh, we're talking to the cop Juju boys. Oh, Matt Cousins? And I'm like, yeah. Have I met Matt Cousins? He just added me on Facebook. I'm like, well, his name's Cousins, and I'm assuming you haven't. And it's fine. But it's, but you know what? What if your nickname was the Cous? The effect is weird. But that's Bob Cousy. That's Bob Cousy. No, we're in Bob Cousy's town. Repre- no. True. I can't. So no. it would be bad then. The Coos is... An answer no. to my question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what about if you're the Booze Coos? The Booze Coos. That's like a, a booze that reminds coos. me of a koozie. So, I do love koozies. A Coos Cruise? I like the old-fashioned koozies, though. I don't like these new foldable, easy... Like those, oh, the ones, the ones that are like the stiff as fuck. It needs a stiff fucking base. Yeah. My dad, wait, I don't even know if this koozie's ever been used, but I, just, I remember seeing it in our basement somewhere, but he has like the old school, like blue, hard as fuck, kind of yes. styrofoamy yes. Patriots one yep. from like probably like 78. It's just sitting in our basement yep. above this like old radio And thing. it'll keep that fucking thing cold. The new ones are like For t-shirts, days. like a windbreaker koozie, and like the old <laughs> ones are like 
that big fucking sweater that your grandma knit. Like, <laughs> all right, we are going completely off the rails. I love you all. Uh, I have been Travis. You could find me on the interwebs at Hunchback Travis. I have been Ricky. You can find me on Instagram and all the other stuff at DickChuck77 and Seltzer Time Official. Yo, when this comes out, this, it's going to come out tomorrow when we're recording this and date it. But this Saturday, this come month. find us at the Wuhaha. Well, come find me. And everybody should send Ricky a message and tell him that he should be there too. But <clears throat> Ricky's got rent to pay and also can't get his shifts covered at the moment. <laughs> yeah, John, about that rent. <laughs> so I'm unemployed. It's the first tomorrow, isn't it? Anyway, uh... So come check out our live podcast where we're going to do crossfaded history or inebriated history or get fucked up history. I'll send a video. The final the final list has not been settled, but uh, come see Anna. Come see... Travis and Friends is what yeah, we're calling it. <laughs> at this point. So, um, yeah, come down. It's free. Wuha Comedy Club, 3 o'clock, October the 5th. Be there. Wait, wait, wait. I love you. Oh, and thanks for listening. Listen to Hollow Notes. Yeah, listen to Hollow Notes. And I love you. Sorry for partying. The Seltzer Time Podcast is a co-production of Seltzer Time Official and TD Productions. Our intro music is Maple Boy by No Trigger. Our outro music is By the Salt Request. To find past episodes, search for Seltzer Time Official wherever you find podcasts. If you can't find us, let us know by sliding into our DMs on Instagram, at Seltzer Time Official, and we'll get it fixed. Thanks for listening. See you next week.